0: Clinical Issues by Julie Kahn Verifying Patient Identity Before Blood Product Administration Question. When the patient's arms are tucked during positioning and the identification wristband is inaccessible, we verify the patient's identity using a patient identification label before administering blood products intraoperatively. Is this acceptable practice? Answer. A healthcare organizational or departmental policy should include clear guidance on the standard patient identity verification process, that is, which identifying documents are permissible, to be used when personnel cannot follow the healthcare organization's approved methods of patient identification. If the organizational policy does not provide the needed direction for the perioperative setting, for example, when the wristband is inaccessible, Perioperative leadership personnel may develop a departmental policy to further clarify practices for perioperative services. Patient identity verification processes and the identifiers to be used, for example, name, medical record number, date of birth, are usually outlined in the healthcare organization's system or facility-wide policy and procedure. When an individual is updating a healthcare organization, facility, or departmental policy and procedure, it is important for them to follow the healthcare organization's policy and procedure that clarifies the process for development, revision, and approval of policies and procedures. That is, quote, a policy on policies end quote Revisions to the organizational policies and procedures need to be discussed with the designated employees responsible for that policy, that is, the policy owner. For example, if the perioperative nurse manager wants to update the organizational policy and procedure on blood management and administration, they should first consult with a personnel in the transfusion services department, that is, blood bank, or with nursing leaders who oversee that specific policy and procedure. Departmental, for example, perioperative, policies and procedures, may be more restrictive than organizational policies, but not less restrictive. In the United States, patient identity verification processes typically involve asking the patient to verbally confirm two of the patient identifiers listed on their wristband. Occasionally, situations during intraoperative patient care may prevent the use of traditional patient identification methods. For instance, perioperative patients may be in a position that renders the wristband inaccessible, may have the wristband removed because of patient care, for example, arterial line placement, or may not have a wristband on their person because of different injuries, for example, trauma, burns. Older evidence specific to perioperative practice discussed use of a second patient identification wristband placed on a separate limb that is, other arm or leg, or on the patient's head. But it is unknown if doing so will increase the risk for errors. Technological methodologies of patient identification, for example, algorithms matching software radio frequency identification, that are U.S. Food and Drug Administration cleared and have published evidence supporting the efficacy of their use, also may be considered... If these methods are also consistent with accreditation standards and the healthcare organization's policies and procedures. More evidence is needed on safe intraoperative patient identification processes in the described situations to prevent transfusion errors. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services states that two qualified individuals, one of whom is the transfusionist, must verify patient identity and blood product compatibility, that is, the right product for the right patient, before any blood product is administered to the patient. Healthcare professionals must administer blood transfusions according to both state law and the healthcare organization's policies and procedures.